Hey girl, do you feel like you have no connection to God when you're in the midst of a binge? Or do you feel like the last thing you want to do is pray when, when you've binged or really when you're about to because of the shame and judgment you feel? I've been there. And today in this episode, I want to share with you three attributes of God that will draw you closer to him through prayer, even when you are in that space of binging, about to binge, have just binged. It's really the last thing we want to do, but God wants us to reach for him and let it be the first thing we do when we are feeling like we need to binge. So I hope you'll stick with me. Let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on a diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. You know, it's a pretty heavy topic when you talk about the vulnerability of eating and binging and sometimes people even purging. You know, I have been there and uh, there was definitely a season or maybe even a couple seasons of my life where I would purge after I binged and just the shame and everything that comes along with that, you know, really felt like that was separating me from God. I just didn't want to face God. I didn't want to come before him. I didn't want to pray about it. I was just so, so ashamed, you know, and the idea of exposing the parts of myself that I didn't like, especially in the midst of it, right? If you just kind of numb yourself, you just kind of shut yourself down where you're in the midst of just filling yourself, filling your body with food to mask whatever it is that you're feeling or, you know, whatever that reason is, you know, it would make me feel so uncomfortable. Because it really, you know, deep down, I knew it was wrong. And deep down, I knew it wasn't something that was helping my body. It was hurting my body. You know, in those times that I would binge, I never stopped to pray before, during, or right after. You know, it really never crossed my mind. and never, never did because I was just so within myself and so into the negative thoughts. And until one day, you know, I was hit with this reality that God wanted all of me. And he wants all of you. God wants all of us. He doesn't want to have just a portion of us on like a Sunday at church. He doesn't want to have a portion of us, you know, 10 minutes of the day. He wants all of us all the time. And even in the darkest places that we are, in the darkest places of our struggles, he wants us. He wants us to come to him. And I was hit with that reality and just the knowledge of really, truly how much God loved me. And really, if I was going to overcome this behavior, this is where I, I needed to start. I needed to to just come before him with complete vulnerability. And, you know, I pray this for you today as, as we begin to talk through these things that you will posture your heart to just receive, receive this, you know, these three attributes of God that really change my perspective of who he is and how I can come to him. You know, accepting and knowing that God wants all of me was a game changer. And I pray that same thing for you. The first one is that God is a loving God. 
you know, he provides so much for us and his love for us is unimaginable. We can't imagine any of it. You know, Psalm 63, three says that his love is better than life. Like we can't even fathom his love. We have, we don't even have the human capability in our brains to fathom his love. And when you look back over your life, you think about the times that you've, you've seen God's love present in your life and just his mercy and his grace. And, you know, his love will never be shaken. That's what Isaiah 54 10 says, that his love will never be shaken. And it doesn't matter what we do. God's love does not change. It, it won't be shaken. It says it in his word. Zephaniah 3.17 says that his love brings peace. You know, when we when we know that God loves us and we know it in our head, there's got to be this transfer of knowing it in our hearts. We we truly cannot live the life that God wants us to live when when we have all this knowledge in our head, but yet it doesn't get down into our hearts so that we can have our hearts change towards him, have our hearts change towards ourselves. It just is not going to happen. So being able to pray through, God, show me how much you love me. God, show me the attributes of your love. Show me that and begin to impress upon my heart and change my heart and soften my heart towards your love and show me what that looks like. And he will do it. I promise you, he will do it. So God is a loving God and he wants you to know that so that you can understand that it doesn't matter what you do. If you're in the middle of a binge, if you're just binged, if you, it doesn't matter. He loves you right exactly where you are. His love will never be shaken. The second attribute is, is a forgiving God. God is a forgiving God. And when we come before him with all of our junk and just lay it out and, and just seek for his forgiveness, and you know, it's not just about seeking his forgiveness, but it's about repentance, right? It's about allowing ourselves to take ownership of the behavior that we're doing. God, I know this is not healthy. This is not helping me grow. This is not drawing me closer to you. God, the next time that this temptation comes, I just pray for strength. You know what? He he is a forgiving God. It says in 1 John 1, 9 that he is faithful and just to forgive that is the truth of his word. He is faithful and just to forgive. doesn't matter what you've done. doesn't matter what you're going to do. He will forgive you. It's just the attribute of who he is. It is the essence of who he is. And we can have confidence in that. Matthew 26, 28 says that his sacrifice for us shows us how much he forgives us. You know, he sacrificed his son to die on the cross to forgive us. And that, that work has already been done and all we need to do is receive that, receive that gift. So bring in your, bring in your sins and your things that you struggle with before God and just seeking him and asking him to change who you are is a welcome sign for him. He wants you to come to him so that he can forgive and help you restore and, and begin to walk out this life that he has purposed for you. You know, your sins are covered. Romans 4, 7 through 8 says that. And because of that death on the cross, Jesus suffered and paid that price. 
And, you know, you might know it in your head, but do you really truly know it in your heart? Are you actually walking it out every day? Are you believing that instead of staying in the shame, instead of staying in the negative thoughts, are you believing that he covers everything? He covers everything. We just need to come to him and confess it. We need to come to him and confess it and just ask for his strength, guidance, and that we would just come with repentant hearts. God, I'm just so sorry. This is not who I want to be. Change me, guide me, help me have strength when this temptation comes again. So he's a loving God. He's a forgiving God. And lastly, there are so many attributes of God, but I'm just hitting three today. Lastly, he's a gracious God. And for me, his grace has been revealed over these last couple of years. And it just brings me to tears sometimes when I just think about God's grace. And again, it's really about the head knowledge that we may have, you know, going to church or Bible studies or whatever you might might have grown up to believe, you know, that head knowledge, if it does not transfer to the heart, it's very difficult to have that relationship, to grow, to develop, because the head knowledge is just that. If we don't have it within our hearts, then we cannot live it out the way God wants us to. In Isaiah 40, 31, it says, he will renew our strength. And that is a fact. He is a gracious God. He is infinite. He is omniscient. He is everywhere. He is wanting to be with us in those times of struggle. He wants to provide us the strength that we need to rise up and come out of that the depths of what we feel like is hell sometimes in that struggle. And we are promised that he will renew our strength when we're weak. He is there for you. In 2 Timothy 1.9, it says that his grace is a gift. It is a complete and total gift, but you have to receive it. And if you have not yet received it, pray for you right now in the name of Jesus that you would receive the, his grace. His grace for you is sufficient. You don't need to do and to, and to try and to continue to grasp at things to, to make yourself right with God. His, his grace is sufficient. His sin, your sins are covered and he loves you more than you would ever know and, and could ever imagine. And receiving that, that gift of grace and knowing that, you know what, I binged yesterday, but God's grace is sufficient. And I know that I can do this. I know that with his strength, he can help me overcome. And so really changing and, and allowing that heart to take hold of that truth and walking it out is unbelievably life-changing. Second Corinthians 12, nine says his grace is sufficient. And, you know, a lot of times we don't feel sufficient, especially in these moments where we have weaknesses and we feel like we failed. He is sufficient. He is all that we need. You know, we feel like we, we've got to do all these different things to, to, to make ourselves, you know, right before God. And we have to attend this, we have to do that and this checkbox of things. And really when it comes down to it, we just need to have a humble heart surrendered to God and pursuing him daily in relationship with him daily reading his word listening to what he has to share with us so that we can begin to change and grow into who he has created us to be you have a purpose you have a purpose in this life and you have if you have not found it yet let this journey lead you into finding what that purpose is from him give yourself the grace because god has already provided it 
He's he's it's in abundance. You can't even you can't even imagine it. You know, we we think that in our in our human terms, you know, it's a good thing that we're not God, right? Because we don't give people second chances. God is there. He is faithful and he is not going to leave you. In our prayer time with him, you know, we need to pray these scriptures. You know, when you binge, the last thing you need to do is sit in shame and thoughts and the judgment. You know, get over it. Get your get yourself on your knees and have these verses ready. Ask him to transform your heart, transform your mind and your will and your emotions. You know, this behavior does not define you. Jesus should define you. And, you know, being able to get these scriptures and this truth into your heart and begin to really allow God to let it sink into your inner being and change who you are inside, you will begin to have victory after victory after victory. And the transformation that God can do in you is is pure freedom and pure joy. And, and it just brings you to a place where you can appreciate him, you can appreciate life, and you can appreciate all the things and all the attributes of God in a far different light than where you are right now. I pray that you will take these scriptures, a loving God, a forgiving God, a gracious God, and really truly spend some time with them and ask God to really begin to change your heart to not just head knowledge, knowledge. God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.